0: It's about being responsibly armed. So load and make ready. This is Rapid Fire. Welcome everybody, this is Toby Leary, your host of Rapid Fire. I'm co-owner of Cape Gunworks, and we are glad you have joined us, and join us every week. This is the Second Amendment show about guns, freedom, self-defense, and whatever else we wanna talk about. And today, there's certainly no shortage of topics. Every day you read something about guns or gun industry or, you know, politicians trying to ban other states, you know, making constitutional carry. So, yeah, it's the fastest hour in radio. And we like to talk about cool guns, too. So, every once in a while we get some cool guns in the store and uh, we have plenty of inventory. I was doing a count today and believe it or not, we have 901 guns in stock ready and available for sale. So, there you have it. I don't think there's too many gun stores that can boast that kind of, uh, that kind of inventory. And first of all, we want to thank our sponsors. We have uh, a great lineup of sponsors for the show. We have Vortex Optics, who is our premier uh, platinum sponsor of the show. We also have Leupold Optics, which are a phenomenal company as well, USA Made. We have Hornaday, uh, which makes awesome snap safe gun safes. Uh, we have a good variety of those here on the showroom floor and vault tech is another safe company that we sell quick access safes we have biometric ones and they also have uh, bluetooth access and whatnot so check them out on their websites or at our showroom and if you want to be a sponsor of the show go to capegunworks.com click on rapid fire and follow the link to show segment so All right, we're going to go right to the phones. We're also going to get to your questions. If you want to um, get involved every week, you can sign up to be alerted when we record these shows. So go to capegunworks.com, click on Rapid Fire, and make sure you get signed up to be alerted when we're going live. And you can be a part of the discussion. You can call in or you can go on the chat. So right now we're going to go to the phones and talk to Jim. Jim, how are you? Welcome to Rapid Fire. Hey, good afternoon. How are you doing today? Very good, thanks. Hey,
1: I was wondering uh what your thoughts were on uh ported versus unported barrel in a uh um, concealed carry weapon that did carry.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And uh One of the guns that we sell a lot of is uh, like the Shield EZs and they make a performance center version which has a ported barrel. The barrel slides out the end a little bit, you know, maybe quarter inch to three-eighths of an inch longer than normal. And there's a port in the top of the barrel to allow the gas to escape kind of before the bullet leaves the muzzle of the gun. Some gas comes up vertically through the gun which fights the recoil of the gun in an upward position. It causes the recoil to um, drive backwards instead of upward, um, which I like because it helps you get follow-up shots on target a little bit quicker. I used to have some guns that were ported at this time. I don't have any, but some people um, kind of, in an add-on way, put a compensator. It's kind of a. It was all the rage about six, eight months ago to put on like a Glock 17 or a Glock 19 carry size Glock you'd put like a one inch compensator on there and that would do the same thing. So a compensator does the same thing as a ported barrel. The downside to it is the, um, at night Jim, when you're shooting, they say, you know, the muzzle flash is straight up in your line of sight and you can kind of lose your, uh, night vision, so to speak. You know what I mean? It kind of, it's like when you walk into a, uh, bright room after being in the dark, you kind of then walk back into the dark, you get that spotting in your vision. So some people don't like ported barrels for that reason for a defensive gun. I don't really know that, you know, there's that many situations where that would be the case. But yeah, you might have to shoot your gun from a dark darkened room and your eyes might be fully adjusted to that darkened room so that's one of the things you got to think about you know the probability of that happening happening i think is pretty low the advent advantage of having a ported gun is the lower less muzzle flip if you're using like a 40 caliber or a 45 caliber or 40 especially or a 357 sig i would much rather have a ported barrel on that or even a 357 magnum revolver on a nine millimeter, I don't think it. I'd worry about it too, too much. So, hopefully, that answers your question. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, that muzzle flash at nighttime is uh, crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the downside to it. But other than that, I think you're, I think you're good. Uh, you know, there's some upside potential there. So, but thanks for the call. That was a great question. And a lot of people don't even know they can get their guns ported, either aftermarket or order it from the factory that way. I know Smith & Wesson makes a bunch of performance center guns that come ported. And um, you can get them in, you know, Magna Port was a company that did them for years and they're still around. You can send your gun to them. They can port the barrel for you. Uh, and if you're a competition shooter, it's pretty common. So, um, all right, good question. And uh, some people want to know when the Shield Plus will be available. And if I had a crystal ball, I would tell you. It's probably the same time that the... Uh, Springfield Armory Hellcat will be available or just throw a dart against the wall and whoever sends their gun to be tested. I do know that that Spring, uh, Smith and Wesson is very good about testing their guns. So is Ruger. So I'm really optimistic that the Ruger Max will make the list. Um, but we have that EC9S from Ruger now, but they're impossible to get. So that's one of those things. Uh <laughs> You know, um, it's anybody's guess at this time. Two, three weeks ago now, I emailed uh, the guy who's in charge of that at the Department of Public Safety to ask him when the next list is coming out. We are long overdue for a, a new approved weapons roster. And the crickets are deafening in my ears. So, um yeah, it's. I don't think he's going to be getting back to me. It's been three weeks. So, anyway. And the sad thing was the gal I talked to on the phone and said, hey, I need to know when the new list is coming out. She said, no problem. Here's the guy to write. He'll get right back to you. So I was checking my email every hour on the hour. And I'm still holding my breath. So uh, Matt has a good question. He says, every week a new state gets constitutional carry. What do you think? More to come? And I do think it's more to come. Uh, Last count, we were over 20 or 20 or 21. I can't remember exactly which, but... um, I'd like to see at least half the country get to constitutional carry and um, maybe more, but it's like dominoes falling right now. But on the same token, you got states like New Jersey where they're talking about more gun control, states like Massachusetts where they're talking about more gun control. Um, you got states uh, like New York that uh, have always been a really hard state to get a gun in. And some good news on that front, which we'll talk about a little bit later, maybe after the break. Um, that the Supreme Court has agreed to hear a gun case for the first time since Heller. They agreed to hear a case last year uh, from the state of New York as well regarding uh, storage of guns and being able to leave them out, take them out of the city. Um, and then once New York realized they were going to hear this case, they dropped the ordinance or dropped the regulations so that there couldn't be precedent set. Unfortunately... The Supreme Court could have gone forward with that case, even though they dropped it because the they had agreed to hear it. But once it was dropped, they dropped the they didn't hear the case, which was sad. But um, this is good news. The uh, Supreme Court has agreed to hear the state of New York's May issue. Uh, So they have something very similar, I think. Massachusetts changed the verbiage to shall issue, but uh, we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary. This is the first focal plane Diamondback
2: Tactical. At the intersection of precision and value, the Diamondback Tactical first focal plane rifle scopes deliver an impressive array of features and performance. The XD optical system and fully multi lenses transmit a crisp, bright sight picture. First focal plane glass etched reticle keeps subtensions accurate throughout the 4x zoom range. Exposed tactical turrets and a side parallax knob give shooters the tools needed for long-distance precision shooting. The single-piece 30mm tube is ruggedly built to withstand recoil and impacts. The strong O-ring seals and nitrogen purging guarantee waterproof and fog-proof performance purpose built to extend your effective range and stretch your dollar, the Diamondback tactical comes equipped with the features you need at an unbelievable price. And it's covered for life by the Vortex VIP warranty.
0: Alright, welcome back. This is Toby Leary. You're listening to rapid fire each and every week aired on Saturday from 7 to 8 p.m. on WCRN AM 830 and also WXDK 95.1 or on our website. Go to capegumworks.com, click on rapid fire and get alerted whenever we record the show. So before the break, we were talking about uh, the New York uh, Supreme Court case that has been agreed to be heard, which is a really good news. Um, It also lends some credence, if you will, to the theory that the reason SCOTUS punted on 10 different gun cases that were before them in the last session was some people speculated that it was basically a 4 versus 4 tie with Roberts, who's the unknown, casting a tie-breaker vote. This is uh, when Ginsburg was uh, still alive. And so... You know, you look at who punted on the on the cases. It was, I think, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch, who all of the Second Amendment people and certainly all the Trump supporting uh, crowd were freaking out, like, wait a minute here. What's going on? I thought these guys were gun guys or conservative value guys, strict constructionalists, you know, constitutionalists or whatever. And um, so. There were people who kind of speculated that, well, I think they probably don't want to rule on something and have it go the wrong way. So maybe that's why they punted. I'm okay with that. If that's the way that really went down, that was smart. They're smart men. And now they've agreed to hear this New York uh, case, which New York is a May issue state. And I really hope that. all the new justices and the existing ones do their job and and rule um this will be a landmark ruling very similar to heller um in which case uh you know i think all the states with may issue laws will have to change and go to shall issue so that people can get a gun to protect themselves and uh they they certainly um you know make it very hard and this is something I've wanted to talk about actually I'm gonna be writing a column about it about the second amendment is a second-class right because of all the hoops that you have to jump through in order to uh, exercise your second amendment right no other right is held to the same standard and along those lines someone was reading my mail because uh, in Illinois just two days ago or earlier in the week Um, a judge found that the, uh, Illinois has a firearms ID card and they ruled, this judge ruled, it was Judge, uh, T. Scott Webb of White County, Illinois found that the requirement to obtain a firearm owner identification card or some sort of FID card like we have in this state, uh, before owning a firearm in Illinois is unconstitutional. So this is a great decision for freedom, um, And uh, I'm going to read his quote. It says, A citizen in the state of Illinois is not born with the Second Amendment right, nor does that right ensure when a citizen turns 18 or 21 years of age. It is a facade. They only gain that right if they pay a $10 fee, or in our case, a $100 fee, or after having taken a $125 class, uh, complete the proper application, and submit a photograph, If the right to bear arms and self-defense are truly core rights, there should be no burden on the citizenry to enjoy these rights, especially within the confines and privacy of their own homes. Accordingly, if a person does something that, uh, that themselves, they're now banned from being able to exercise that right, like being convicted of a felony or demonstrating mental illness, then and only then may that right be stripped from them. Just like in a lot of cases when felons go to jail, what, what is stripped from them? Their freedom, right? They're no longer able to walk down to the local store and buy a pack of smokes. They're in jail. That their, their freedom has been stripped from them. Or their voting rights have been stripped from them in what case, whatever case. Um, but that's how you can deprive someone of their rights. Not by undue burden. And I love what this judge is saying. He's basically saying all the Illinois residents don't have a Second Amendment right. And that was my argument for years was the Second Amendment is a second class right, just as Clarence Thomas put it. And when you have to pay a fee, submit to a background check, take a class, learn the law about how, you know, safe storage and all that, whether or not that's right or wrong. Like it's a responsible thing to learn that stuff, but to require it in order to exercise your right. Um, and then su- be subject to fingerprinting and photographing and then given a special ID and not to mention a PIN number that you have to have with the ID when you go to buy a gun, you are you basically don't have a right to keep and bear arms. You are given a permission slip or a piece of paper or an ID card that says, we're going to let you but. And <laughs> what's ironic is when the first time I was given... Uh, my, F, my LTC, I was 21 years old. Actually, I'm sorry, when I renewed it, I guess I was 22 or 23. And uh, when I renewed it, they said, we're going to issue it to you for any lawful purpose, but don't screw it up because I'll revoke it. And, you know, they were putting the fear of God in me. I was still fairly young. And uh, so, you know, it was this big but, this big but was, you know, looming over my head ready to crush me if I, you know, said the wrong thing or did the wrong thing or, you know, whatever. And that was after getting my license changed from target and hunting restriction to unrestricted or for any lawful purpose. So, yeah, I agree with Judge T. Scott Webb of White County, Illinois, that those who unduly burden us with, uh, you know, these requirements to exercise our rights just prove that we don't actually have the right. It's something that's been given to us by our, by our, uh, you know, powers that be the, the gentry that has given us some permission for the, for the, you know, the peasantry. So, you know, we're allowed to have our, our rakes and our hoes and our, you know, pitchforks and, uh, <laughs> which is what they used to descend on town hall with whenever there was an issue, but Um, Only certain ones, though. You're not allowed to have those high-capacity pitchforks. You're not allowed to have those, you know, assault shovels. So, anyway, I'm just rambling on here. Uh, Good on you, Illinois. Let's see where that goes. I'm sure it'll be appealed and sent to some appellate court and whatnot. And good on the Supreme Court for agreeing to hear uh, this New York um, May issue thing. Uh, may issue status of the of their uh, permitting system so I hope that it is heard and heard quick so all right, let's get back to some of your questions they're rolling in fast and furious here and um, let's see and Bob points out that mass the firearms ID used to be good for life in this state and I agree and every once in a while We'll get some guy who'll come in to buy a box of shells and he'll pull out his old FID card that looks like it, you know, went through the wash a couple times and it's being held together by a couple of uh, paper fibers that are clinging for dear life. And, uh, you know, I say, I'm sorry, sir, I can no longer honor this FID card. What do you mean? It's good for life. And I'm like, I know, but it's not. They changed it. They woke up one day and said they don't like that it's good for life because... They can't restrict your rights anymore and they can't charge you a fee every couple of years. So, anyway, um, every week, uh, let's see, we already talked about that. Any VP9s coming down the line, let's hope and pray. All HK product is allocated and it trickles out. But um, hopefully, we've had a few come in in the last few weeks. So, the best bet is to always do a special order. If there's a gun that you're looking for, go ahead and do a special order. Andy wants to know if kids can shoot at the range, and absolutely um, anyone 10 and over can come in and shoot with anyone who's got a license to carry. We also offer range experience packages, which are back. We didn't have ammo to continue to do them for a while, but they are back. Um, we were able to secure enough ammo for training range experience and try before you buy so that you can rent a gun. And if you don't have a license, you've never shot a gun, and you want to come shoot, Come do a range experience package. You get to shoot uh, three different guns, a pistol, a pistol caliber carbine, and like an AR style rifle. And it's a ton of fun. And so you can do that. And you're under the supervision of one of our RSOs. Rob wants to know about the SCAR-17s. Yeah, those have slowed down a little bit. So we haven't seen those lately. But uh, we have some SCAR-20s in stock. And... We just got the SCAR-20 and 6.5 Creedmoor, which is awesome. I've been waiting a long time for those, so come on down and check those out. Um, and we have a special going on those, don't we, uh, where you get a free scope and a mount? I don't know if that's still going on, but I because you heard it here, I'll honor it. How's that? Say Toby sent me. That's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> so I get myself in trouble all the time everyone walks in I know Toby yeah <laughs> so do we you know <laughs> that doesn't buy anything here no I'm just kidding um, but uh, and Adam says he just purchased the Yemen p9 2.0 compact optic optic ready from us last week and our his question is how much of a pain is it to zero the red dot on a pistol it's actually not that big a deal it has a elevation and a windage adjustment um, Real easy to do. So you just hold the sights where you want the bullet to go, and then you look at the shift your focus on the red dot. Shoot, and you know if it's left, right, up, or down, you just adjust accordingly. And we could certainly help you with that if you want to uh, bring it in. We could probably do it without even firing a shot because you got the advantage of having your sights already lined up. Now you just center the dot over the front sight. Basically, that's the way it is. Um ordering a Ruger mark for light within a couple of weeks for plinking do I think a vortex red dot uh, for it and yeah it's awesome so uh, it's a great great optic the vortex red dot Viper is what I would recommend or you could go with the venom Uh, the venom is a good uh, price point red dot so both of them will work great Mac man so check those out all right We'll be right back. we got lots more to talk about. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary. This is the Voltec VT-10i. It's your travel buddy, so it goes where you go.
1: To your work, on the road, or at the range. It's the smart and rugged safe built to protect, no matter what you trust it with. We've made sure every inch of your safe is built to the highest possible standards. Security is at the forefront of our thoughts so no unwanted guest. The VT-10i provides multiple quick and simple access points, including high-resolution biometrics, backlit numeric keys, key entry, and even your smartphone for remote access. The two-point anti-impact latches keep your safe strong. And Voltec lithium-ion battery charges in just 2.5 hours and lasts up to six months. So it won't let you down. There's a reason we're the number one rated biometric safe. Get yours at VoltecSafe.com and find us online at Facebook.com slash
3: polarized, rugged, and extremely clear, Loophole Performance Eyewear filters out harsh light while dramatically reducing glare. Whether you're hiking through the backcountry, dialing in at the range, or navigating the daily grind, loophole's crystal clear lenses will keep your eyes protected and your vision fresh all day long. Learn more about Loophole Performance Eyewear at Leupold.com.
0: Alright, welcome back. This is Toby. You're listening to Rapid Fire, your weekly radio show about guns, freedom, and the Second Amendment. And I was remiss to mention before the break that you got to go to capegunworks.com, click on Rapid Fire, and get signed up for the giveaway. We give something away every week. Last week, we gave away a nice Dickinson Commando shotgun. This week, we are giving away the Vortex Crossfire II uh binoculars they're 10 by 50 binoculars and they are awesome they're hd binoculars they come with a nice uh backpack harness or you know harness that goes on the chest so when you're hunting you get your hands free and your your binoculars safely stored so you want to go go to our website and get signed up we will be pulling the winner of that at the end of this show so if you're listening to the show on the radio make sure you go to capegunworks.com click on rapid fire and get signed up for whatever it is we're giving away next week which is going to be talked about soon so we're going to be giving away we just got our brand new display of Leopold sunglasses and uh, i'm giving away a pair of the katmani uh katmai sunglasses which are also they're not just sunglasses these are high performance um, polarized and they are also shooting glasses, so they're impact, uh, impact. I'm going to stick them on for those of you watching online. They are impact um, glass, so they are, a, you know, a rated glass, like a safety glass. So they're shooting glasses, they're sunglasses, they're, and I have a lot of different colors, which are good for those of us who like to enjoy the water in the summertime and go out on the boat. So they will cut through that water, you'll be able to see the big striper, you're trying to pull over the gunnel, or that tuna or whatever it is you got your hook into and uh yeah these are sweet so you want to get signed up for that giveaway which will be for next week um but anyway before we draw at the end of the show for the crossfire Two binoculars make sure you get signed up those are you online last ditch effort here you go um so we have lots going on in the news about uh guns obviously uh All kinds of law stuff going on. And I was reading earlier about uh, on Firearms Policy Coalition's website. And if you guys don't know about them, make sure you go ahead and get signed up. You want to become a member, a supporting member of their cause. They do some phenomenal work and uh, they definitely need the resources. But they helped us here in Massachusetts when the governor shut us down. Um, They helped all gun stores by fighting in federal court. You know, the shutdown and basically calling us a, you know, whatever it was, non-essential business. And, you know, which is a tragedy for all businesses because all businesses are essential. Who's to determine what's essential and what's not? That's ridiculous. When there's jobs at stake and lives at stake and people's uh, future and economy and and everything, all jobs are essential. Um, (laughs) You know, it's unbelievable that people even... Coin those phrases, but I know that came all the way down from the federal level and whatnot. But Firearms Policy Coalition, they keep you up to date with what they're working on, and uh, this is kind of a frightening thing because California and Massachusetts have a contest to see who can stay on the top of the hill. They play king of the hill with each other about who's the most restrictive state in the union. And uh, if this passes, I think California will capture the crown because they have a bill which is basically going to ban or it's going to expand the handgun roster ban in that any gun that manufacturers want to add to the roster, they have to take three off. And I know they pulled this out of Donald Trump's playbook with deregulation, like any new regulation that the government was going to start. Donald Trump made it so that you had to eliminate three or five regulations which is great for regulations but this is it in the opposite way they want to for every new gun that you can sell in California they want to make it so you take three existing guns off the list and this one worries me for those of us here in Afghanistan because you know they're going to look at California go why didn't we think of that what the heck why didn't we think of that And already our handgun roster is a backdoor gun ban. And so this would just further expand the backdoor gun ban. And I am really waiting for the day that, you know, we could get a a bill before the Supreme Court where they have zero constitutional ability to ban any guns based on, you know, whatever reason. So they also want to uh, deny people the right to self-manufacture handguns that aren't on the DOJ's roster. So they have a roster similar to us in Massachusetts, and uh, they want to make sure that nobody can create a, a weapon that's not on our roster. If it's not on our roster, you can't own it. Now, fortunately for us in Massachusetts, the roster only applies to the licensed gun shop what they can and can't sell it does not mean what you can and can't own so except for the uh, high-capacity weapons you know if it's a high-capacity magazine or if it would make it on the assault weapons ban but basically any gun that's not on the roster that doesn't violate the assault weapons ban or the high-capacity ban um, you can own even if it's not on that approved weapons roster, it's just how the heck do you get it? You might have to move here. You might have to buy it from someone who moved here. You know, there's certainly cops uh, that have Glocks that want, they want to sell. Um, there's also people who, uh, uh, I should say, gun stores that, you know, might have different rules or whatever and, and a more lenient, uh, you know, administration looking over their shoulder so they don't really care what they sell and what they don't but here we definitely uh, don't sell off the gun list we, we adhere to it but um, you know however you end up with your hands on that gun you can legally own it um, it's not something that you can't own anyway um, so there's lots of that too so um, Davy wants to know what kind of optic I would recommend for a 1022 with a binary trigger so if you're going to be kind of shooting it fast and loose, I would probably go with a some sort of red dot sight. Um, I would probably put like a, you know, Vortex Crossfire or, a um, you know, even one of the Venoms or something like that, um, where you're probably going to be shooting it pretty fast, but you want that rapid target acquisition. So have that red dot sight on it. That would be a good one. And Bob wants to know if we're still allowed to throw tea in the harbor. That's a great question, Bob. Um, cause that's a good place for it as far as I'm concerned. But, um, what is my favorite polar beverage? That's a good one, Anthony. Uh, I don't know. I, anything with lime in it. I like all their seltzers with lime, you know, any type of lime thing, but they have some really interesting seasonal blends as well. So I love them all. Do we have any carbon fiber AR barrels? Yes, we do. Jim, today is your lucky day. We have the proof research carbon fiber AR barrels they are awesome they are match grade they are light and they're rugged and they're awesome so yeah come check them out Um, and shooting gallery New England has tuned in as usual and he wants the Ruger Max 9 it's a great concept from them and I agree I that's a cool-looking gun I think it'll be awesome Bob thinks it's 28 states now that is constitutional carry that would be awesome I hope it is Um, I stand corrected if it is. And that would be wonderful. And uh, I think it should be all 50 personally. But um, will Glocks ever be legally purchased brand new by mass residents? Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, If the aforementioned lawsuit ever makes its way into federal court where we can challenge the whole constitutionality of the approved weapons roster in the first place the irony of the approved weapons roster is it stems from the attorney general's office using the consumer protection act as the hammer to, you know, ban guns kind of in a backdoor way. So they basically said, we need to protect people from guns. So we're going to make this thing that the gun has to be proven that it's safe if used properly. And it has to go through a, battery of tests it has to be dropped and burned and kicked and thrown or all this stuff and if any of it you know fails the test you can't sell it well the problem with that is it was again a solution looking for a problem because they couldn't point to a case where a gun that is properly used in its properly manufactured and intended way resulted in someone's death other than uh, you know a suicide or something like that so and none of the handgun roster requirements would prevent that anyway so they couldn't point to a case where somebody plinking at the range using the gun properly with you know ammunition factory ammunition that killed them and because of the manufacturing defect or in the gun inherently being unsafe but they were able to get that through anyway and create a backdoor gun ban. So now we have, you know, a multi-page list of guns that we can buy in the state. And if it isn't on the list, you can't buy it. You can own it, but you can't buy it. So that's wonderful. So if that list ever goes away through court challenges, which I hope it will, um, then yeah, we'll be able to buy Glocks. Which the funniest part of that is Glock was the big target in this was the Attorney General uh, Tom Riley or Scott Harshbarger. I'm not sure who was the first. I know Scott Harshbarger kind of was the first to go on the list. But I think Tom Riley was the one who had the crusade against Glock because it was the most popular gun in the country. And 65 percent of all police state de- uh, police departments use Glock. They're called safe action pistols. And then in 98, he wrote a letter to all gun stores saying, you can't sell them in the state because they're not safe because they don't have a loaded chamber indicator. So there you have it. And uh, they violate the attorney general's regulations, but they meet all the state requirements and passed all the tests. That's why cops can buy them because they're um, exempt from the attorney general regulations. Uh. Don't forget to include in my op-ed that the Second Amendment is the only amendment that the entire Bill of Rights that contains the words shall not be infringed. I agree. And, uh, you know, we need to shout that loud and clear. But, uh, you know, the unfortunate thing is there's people, and one of them happens to be an occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, who believes that no right is absolute. So, they don't care what it says, unfortunately. So we need to make the marginal uh, the marginal gains win the battles to ultimately win the war. Um, so, you know, we're not going to just win the war by saying shall not be infringed, even though you're 100% right that that is the only one that shall not be infringed. And guess which one is grossly infringed upon? You got it. You guessed it. Um <laughs> Uh, Bob has an assault a snow scraper with an extendable stock. Uh-oh. You better register that thing, Bob. That sounds dangerous. Um, and, Mike, you're welcome. You got all the parts, and you got your Glock 19 build done. That's excellent. Um, so, let's see. Uh, Matt needs a mounting plate for his VP9, and it's impossible to find. uh... Is all HK stuff just unattainable? Yeah, pretty much. Um, But give a call over to Matt, I mean, uh, to Nate here at the shop, and we could probably get you one. Um, When you were stationed in California, Mike says, the state was gun-friendly. Tragic to see it now. Yeah, I agree. Um, All right, so don't forget, go to our website, capegunworks.com, click on Rapid Fire, and register for our giveaway. I mean, it's free. What the heck? you got to do it. And we'll be giving away those binoculars at the end of the show. And you want to sign up for the leopold sunglasses? Don't forget our classes. Be an ambassador for the gun, for guns, and and sign someone up for a class. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. Made
3: in America since 1949. Family-owned and operated. Legendary performance. This is Hornady. May your tag of a lifetime finally come through. May the snow pile up and the elk come down. May your socks always stay dry. May the herd bull finally break from the herd. And may your aim always stay true. Welcome to the next level. Welcome to the Vortex. Snap safe. Featuring a pry-resistant sixteenth inch solid steel door, 2300 degree Fahrenheit, one hour fire shield protection, and a lifetime warranty. SnapSafe, a modular safe with welded safe security.
0: All right, welcome back. This is Toby Leary. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm co-owner of Cape Gunworks here, and... We are trying to become the premier gun store in all of Mascanistan. So when we originally started this business, it was the the mission statement was, why would you shop anywhere else? So if you haven't been to Cape Gunworks, you're within the sound of my voice, come on down. We'd love to have you. We'll show you around, show you the range, and you can shoot on the range, can take a class or buy something nice for yourself, and uh, that'll be great. Um, we'd love to have you. So don't forget to register for the drawing and the giveaway and also that Vortex Crossfire 2 set of binoculars which is phenomenal by the way we have a review on our website. So we do Cape Gunworks reviews so there's a little article about it. We um, AK Armalist, he's a very prolific writer about all things guns has written a nice review on that Crossfire HD 2 binoculars so you want to check that out you want to see what he's writing about next because it's gonna be awesome so subscribe to our blog check out our reviews and see what's coming down the pipe so um, Matt's wondering if he has a Glock 43 that he's was made in 94 he's interested in selling but he's done four personal transfers already Um, can he sell it through an FFL? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you can trade it in to any FFL, and they can take it on trade, but they can only sell it to a cop, unfortunately. If it's a Glock 43, I don't think it was made in 94. It must have been in 2014 or something like that because that Glock hasn't been around that long. Um, But, yeah, you can't do more than four personal transfers, you know, in this state, which... (laughs) Cracks me up because um, when we were closed down, I've mentioned this before, the Attorney General's office had to articulate to a federal judge why liquor stores were still open but gun stores were closed, which there's a Second Amendment out there that gives people constitutional rights to keep and bear arms, and you're restricting those constitutional rights. They say, oh no, Your Honor, no we're not, because they can do private transfers, so... They used the gun show loophole argument to uh, say why they weren't infringing upon anybody's rights. Because they can meet in the Walmart parking lot and do a face-to-face transfer and sell guns, but again, only four per year. But nevertheless, they, uh, we're not infringing on anyone's rights. All right. So I want, I want that to be plastered on billboards that the Attorney General's office used the gun show loophole as a reason why they're not infringing on our rights. I think it's a great argument, you know, but it's not enough. It should be if I want to sell a gun to my neighbor, my dad, my cousin, my brother, my friend, my wife, my coworker, whatever, that I shouldn't be restricted to four a year. But also, um, you know, I should be able to sell as many as I want. And there you go. That's the gun show loophole in a nutshell. They love to make it sound like people are just going in, plopping down cash and walking out of the gun show with a gun and nothing else happened, but that isn't the case. So uh, dealers all have to do background checks. But anyway, um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Bob says he laughed when they sent him the letter from Glock uh, in 2004 asking him to return it. Yeah, I I, I can't imagine like that many people complied with that. Like got this letter saying, "Oh, please return it to us and we'll give you a full refund." I think most people would say, "Uh, no, but good cool story, bro. But I'm not giving you my gun. I just bought it." But anyway, it says the giveaway was capped. Oh, we got to look into that. That's not cool. Don't do that. It's capped at 500? Oh, man, you guys are fast. All right, we'll we'll try to open that up a little bit more, but um Someone informs uh, Sleepy Joe of the definition of Ill, inalienable rights. Well, I guess he's going to talk about it tonight. So supposedly he's going to be doing a, a talk on gun control. So, um, and Robert wants me to help him find some pre-ban 308 mags. And if it's for the like HK 91, uh, yeah, no problem. We have them in stock. If it's for like an AR-10, they're very rare. If it's for like an FN. FAL yep we can find those but the air 10 ones are very difficult but come on down and we'll help you um, let's see uh, great customer service well thank you TJ we appreciate that um, and we got a suggestion that we should do helicopter shuttles from the shop to Boston um, <laughs> that would be uh, a good goal to work towards I think we should do it um, it'll it might take a while though uh, But we do have a helicopter pilot on staff, so uh, we could... And we have a helicopter mechanic on staff, so we could maintain it. So, yeah, hey, wishful thinking. Maybe that'll happen someday. And if it does, you will know that our ship has come in. But (laughs) that would be a great use of uh, excess funds. If we have to buy a helicopter in, in order to not pay taxes, we're doing okay. But we're not there yet, so... All right, stay tuned, we'll be right back. You're listening to Toby Leary on Rapid Fire. This is
2: the First Focal Plane Diamondback Tactical. At the intersection of precision and value, the Diamondback Tactical First Focal Plane Rifle Scopes deliver an impressive array of features and performance. The XD optical system and fully multi-coated lenses transmit a crisp, bright sight picture. The First Focal Plane glass-etched reticle keeps subtensions accurate throughout the 4X zoom range. Exposed tactical turrets and a side parallax knob give shooters the tools needed for long distance precision shooting. The single piece 30 millimeter tube is ruggedly built to withstand recoil and impacts. Strong O-ring seals and nitrogen purging guarantee waterproof and fog-proof performance. Purpose built to extend your effective range and stretch your dollar, the Diamondback Tactical comes equipped with the features you need at an unbelievable price. And it's covered for life by the Vortex VIP warranty.
0: Welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary. Join us each week from 7 to 8 on Saturday evening or on the iHeartRadio app. You can listen on WXDK 95.1 or WCRN AM 830 or online. Go to capegunworks.com, click on Rapid Fire. So, before the break, we were... Opining about our possibility of getting a helicopter which you know that's kind of pie in the sky dream stuff but you never know something you know it could happen <laughs> but air guns and such says we can't be the best without a 50-foot small bore night and you know that one hurt air guns and such because i set this place up i have the green line paint lines set up at 50 feet for to do matches at uh we were going to do 22 gallery pistol matches here and the fuds out there wouldn't accept Cape Gunworks into the Cape and Islands Pistol League so we've tried two or three years to get in on the get in from the ground up and I had 15 people that were ready to shoot a lot of which had never shot competitively or were even you know, they were new shooters. They, you know, had a excitement about it. Some women were interested, some new young shooters. And 50-foot small bore is a dying breed of people. I hate to say it. It's not a young crowd, okay? I shot Pistol League for like 10 years. And um, so it, it needs a breath of fresh air. It needs new life. It needs a fresh injection of... Passion and people who are interested in arguably the most boring type of shooting out there, which again, I'm I'm talking from experience and I've thoroughly enjoyed myself, but gallery type shooting is the most nerdy boring type shooting you can do and There's nothing wrong with that. It's fun. It's exciting. It's it's guns. It's Competition you're competing against yourself. You're on a team competing against other teams. It's good stuff but the problem is the In case you haven't noticed, the gun industry or gun people tend to eat their own a little bit. And unfortunately, it never got off the ground for us because, frankly, they wanted just private clubs to be involved and not have a public range, which we could have limited it to members only or whatever. But to have a brand new indoor state-of-the-art range, be a part of the stop and be one of the clubs for for indoor you know 50 foot small bore pistol it would have been awesome and uh, but no not gonna do that we're gonna let this thing die on the vine because too many people um, felt that private clubs had to rule the world and any new public range state-of-the-art place good clean facility shouldn't be able to come in so there's the story behind that so Unfortunately, uh, that's the way it went. So maybe we'll try again someday. So, or we'll do our own, but I'd like to get the, uh, action pistol lead, which is a little bit more exciting, uh, going anyway. So that'll happen. We've done that in the past and it's a lot of fun and we'll probably do that again pretty soon. It got shut down because of the whole COVID nonsense. So here we are with that. But anyway, um, Bob wants to know if any 365XLs are available and what the cost is. Uh, those are 649, Bob, and we are fresh out. We literally had a couple last week, um, but we went through a pretty big supply of them and fulfilled a bunch of back orders, and a few hit the shelves. So, again, I'm just going to sound like a broken record, but if you really want one, do a special order, put down a couple hundred bucks, and uh, you'll be able to get one when they come in. We'll call you, and we're going through those. Uh, back orders pretty regularly now. SIG has started shipping pretty regularly, so that's good. Smith was the one that was very consistent for a long time and still is. Um and now SIG has started to up the game a little bit. Dave wants to know if we still have pre-band mags for M M&M, M M ten X rifles, and we do, and he says, I love that thing. And I do too, uh Dave. I think it's a phenomenal gun and I'm a big fan of it. And the fact that it takes pre band mags and it you know it shoots seven six two by thirty nine and it's easy to mount an optic on it. It's I'm in. You know, that's my biggest pet peeve about AKs and I know a lot of AK guys are like, you know, just perked up. What you blasphemed Mikhail Kalishnikov, you know. But You know, that's my biggest knock against them is I know they run good and they're reliable, but they're not as modern as I personally like. But I love the M10X. I will say that AK certainly edges it out as far as reliability is concerned. So, ever thought about expanding to an outdoor range? I would love to, but I think we're in the wrong state for that. I don't think too many more outdoor ranges will be coming online in the state of Massachusetts. Um, So, anyway... uh, Harry figured out that it's not capped. Um, You can still enter the contest, which we have a winner. Nicholas Fotiu. Dang it. You know what? You got to give me the pronunciation key. F-O-T-I-U. Fotu, Fotu. I I don't know. Nicholas Fotiu. You have won the Vortex Crossfire 2 binoculars. We'll send you an email so come on in and pick it up and uh, how does it feel to be a winner so much winning and if you want to win next week the loophole brand new sunglasses you got to come check out our display but you can win these ones the cat uh, my sunglasses they're awesome shooting glasses uh, go ahead and register for that um, let's see and shooting gallery New England's trying to get the two a for everyone diversity shoot here that would be great um so that I'm all for it. Guns are for everybody and uh if you want one, we're going to help you out. So come on down and and get it. Um so we've got lots of that going on and as always we have, you know, the other stuff that's headed down the pipe like a like a freight train uh the ban on Self-made pistols or 3d printed guns or you know 80 percenters and all that good stuff. So keep spreading the word keep uh, Doing the um, Doing you know your job as a responsible gun owner and a ambassador and putting a safe and responsible um, You know face of gun ownership in the community That'll be wonderful because we definitely need ambassadors and uh, we need people take someone who's never been shooting shooting that would be great by the way may is our women's month here at cape gunworks so we got a lot of women's classes coming up we got pistol handling we got first shots we have uh ladies only ltc we have uh ladies only ltc with live fire and it's going to be awesome uh so uh yeah the holster class uh I know um plus you can do private lessons anytime but we got lots of classes but May especially we're shining the light on women there's going to be a special class on Mother's Day so if you know someone who's been talking about it and want to get licensed and they're not you want to go ahead and sign them up get mom her pistol permit get mom her LTC class and uh you know what's cool is I had this couple come in the range the other day and they um the guy was a big, avid shooter. He was, you know, uh, you know, law enforcement officer and whatnot. And I remember years ago, his wife used to come and she'd just kind of be with him. And, uh, then when we built the range, they went shooting a couple times. And then, uh, this past week was her birthday. And guess what she wanted to do on her birthday? She wanted to go shooting. And so they came in and went shooting. And I'm thinking, wow, that is so cool that, uh, Here's a woman who came in and she was just mildly, like, she was supportive of her husband's hobby. But here she is now wanting to go shooting on her her birthday. And that's the type of ambassadorship that's going to win the day as far as our gun rights are concerned. Because most people in America believe in the Second Amendment and believe we should have a right to keep and bear arms, whether or not they're gun owners or not. It's a minority of people that actually own guns. You know, it's about a third, I'd say, about, you know, 100 million people own guns in this state, in this country. And only about 50 million of them are actually active. So, yeah, we want to continue to see that number grow. And we can do that by inviting people who've never shot to the range. They can come with you if you're licensed or come do one of our range experience packages. And let's get some converts. Let's make them into shooters and uh, let them have some fun. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's another show in the books. Another one, another one down and, uh, we got to get a two hour show. We could make it rapid fire with a reload. (laughs) That would be cool. So we're working on that. All right, guys. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Go sign up for the giveaway. Thank you so much. And we look forward to being with you next week. God bless. I'm Toby Leary. This is rapid fire.